Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim, and we talk about horror movies. And after a long string of new releases that mostly turned out to be pretty bad, and we've been really depressed, we thought, you know what, we're going to just pick something pick something random. We're just going to dig into a random movie that neither of us have seen, and we're just going to, we're just going to watch it, not knowing what it is. And we landed on a movie called The Children, which was released mm. in 1980. And it is directed by, I'm looking at the name here, uh, Max Kalmanowicz directed mm. this. Yeah. The the notable director who's done many, <laughs> many a picture. Oh, yeah. Who who doesn't know his early work? Yes, which I will not name for you because it's obvious. Everyone knows what they are. <laughs> yeah. But he, he directed mm. it. Uh, it's a story about a leak at a radiation, or a radiation, a nuclear power plant that makes a radioactive cloud that turns a bunch of school children, all, all the school children in this small town, one school bus, and all the mm. kids become... Well, the description said radioactive zombies. I guess that's kind of right, although it didn't, didn't seem exactly like zomb- what I thought they would look like and be like when I yeah. thought of it. You, you know what I would like to do? Uh, just from that little bit of description that you mm-hmm. gave, I'm going to throw uh, an early compliment to this movie, which is... I admire its willingness to not even attempt to make sense. Oh. Like, like nothing about this is logical. Nope, nope. In the words of uh, <laughs> Mr. Spock, this is illogical, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, yeah, this is just a weird sort of bad, potentially mm-hmm. fun, but certainly mm-hmm. I, th- I think one of the things we can say before we even start talking about the plot is, yeah, it's not a good movie. No. Um, there was, there, there was actually quite a bit that I <clears throat> liked uh, in this movie. There's a couple uh, of things, but but there's also it, it dragged a lot for me. It was I I, I found it to be that. yeah pretty boring. But like it it, it does it does remind me of this certain type of movie that we used to watch, like this low budget. Uh, you know, well, really gonna, light on this. I'm going to jump in and just say that it was actually at one point distributed by Trauma, so that maybe gives yeah. you a, a sense of <laughs> what you're talking about there, but yeah. continue. Um, yeah, th- this definitely did feel like 90s comfort type of horror movie that I would have rented in like high school or something. Yeah, um, and it still looks like a VHS from the 90s when you yeah. see it now. <laughs> Uh, we, it's, it's, it's on YouTube actually that's where we watched it it's on YouTube mm-hmm. you can go check it out for yourself uh, The Children mm-hmm. 1980 look it up but mm-hmm. so yeah we're just going to talk with spoilers and stuff I, I don't think it's a movie we have to shy away from it's, I think you can almost mm-hmm. not spoil it given what happens in it uh, although I would like to meet the person who is you know would be that upset about the children spoilers did you just spoil the children what <laughs> you? how dare you that was the next on my list it's only been 37 years since it came <laughs> out and it's like um don't get me wrong i actually i don't i don't uh subscribe to the idea that there is a statute of limitations on spoilers right. i do obviously there is a point where you can talk about them a bit more freely but i do mm-hmm. think something like putting the, the, the twist ending in the headline or on the poster for the new dvd or whatever like i don't care how old planet of the apes is i will not talk about the ending 
in the opening of my conversation. I will maybe have a conversation that's full of spoilers, but I will always start it by making it clear that I'm about to talk about that movie, just so that if you don't want to know anything, you can you can you've the option to opt out of the of the discussion of the conversation of the the whatever. Yeah, I'm uh, experiencing that now. Uh, me and my girlfriend just started going through uh, Game of Thrones, which she's seen mm. before, but I haven't. So every time I talk to someone about it, they're like, oh my god, don't you love the scene? I'm like, I, 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 yeah, just slow down. <laughs> yeah. Just slow down. Yeah, because some people have this strict thing where they're like, oh no, it's been more than a couple of years, you can you mm. can open a sentence with the ending. And it's like, no, mm. just, just be a bit considerate. It's not that hard. The, the weird thing too is when people get mad at you about it, like, it, when you're just oh you know come on no spoilers and like you had enough time already <laughs> like, i'm so sorry my life get in the way and i didn't get to this one you can't watch everything yeah it, oh. when it comes out you have to leave some mm-hmm. stuff for later it's just the way the world works the way time works it's just yeah. the way schedules work and uh <laughs> I, I don't know why we're on this tangent but the children we're going to talk mm-hmm. with spoilers we've yeah. warned you mm-hmm. uh but more, more or less in order i think so i don't think you have to what well, okay right. So the two things I genuinely really like about this movie, mm-hmm. there's some moments where the, once the kids become their atomic zombie, whatever you want to call them, basically they look normal, but when they hug, yeah. uh, their, their fingernails go black and they hug you, mm-hmm. they like basically radioactively melt the person and the, yeah. you're left with this burned-looking corpse. Mm-hmm. And Which that's kind of... And I thought the special effects were actually pretty good. Like, well, they were okay, like cheesy but, good. Yeah, but you'll notice that when it was changing, like when the when the person was like melting, it kept fading between shots. It wasn't like they did an effect <laughs> in camera. It was like here's stage one, fade to stage yeah. two, fade to stage three. <laughs> so it was definitely the cheaper way of doing it. it was, but, uh, so yeah, that, that, I think I, I don't know how much like modern horror fans like you know younger modern uh kids what they like but i think for people our age though this does hearken um tam you make me feel old people (laughs) our age what the oh hearts well you know that's probably some kid growing up today that like bye bye man's their first horror movie oh god that poor child (laughs) that poor child oh oh that upsets me tam but I, I think this particular kind of like special effect uh, harkens back to something I, I discovered like a lot of like in middle school and high school going through, you know, the video store and finding these like kind of low budget hidden, you know, trauma type kind of movies. Um, and I, I like that it looks like a very, you know, low budget, you know, uh, like DIY you know, kind of production, which, you know, obviously doesn't look the best, but I think it does have a charm. Well, no, there's a charm. There's, there's a charm. It does get boring and tedious at times where there is just kind of stretches of people right, walking yeah. around and that's whatever, but it, it does have moments of greatness. And I, I would say the moments that I really like with the kids is, mm-hmm. well, there's two moments or two types of moment. Mm-hmm. There's moments with the kids in the dark where they just like, they'll find them and they'll just be standing there staring uh, there's one scene with a car where there's just a couple of kids staring at the car and they stop and get out and you see the light, the headlights of the car or what or what, or what's oh, yeah. lighting them. It just looks kind of creepy. Like up until that point, there was nothing really creepy in the movie. And I was like, oh, that was actually kind of effective and creepy. And there's another moment as well when the the, the store owner uh, looks out her window and there's just this row of kids all just standing there in the light, being really. And it's at night time, but they're in under the light and it's really creepy. And those moments were pretty good. Uh, and the other thing I liked about the kids is the movie 
did not did not care, did not shy away from shooting the kids in the oh, face no. or <laughs> cutting off their limbs. I appreciate that in a movie. It's it's one of these taboos that a lot of movies, especially older movies, feel like, oh, we can't we can't show anything bad happening to kids. It has to be off yeah. camera. And well, some of it was off camera. They didn't show everything, but there was enough in here. It was like, nah, we can. Do the kids are going to kill them. The adults are going to shoot back at them. Admittedly, yeah. I do think the speed at which the sheriff is willing to start fighting back against the kids <laughs> is a little bit quick. He's like, oh, this is my chance. I can shoot some kids. So that's what he's like. But he, yeah, the sheriff, by the way, who is the acting is not great in this movie, and the sheriff is kind of the main character, and he. His reactions to things, he he shoots things that are already dead. There's a dead dog at one point that falls out of a closet, and he like <laughs> fires at it three times. Oh. You know what I just realized too. I I didn't think about it um, in, until just now, but I wonder if this is one of the earlier movies to really feature like creepy children. Like I feel like it's kind of a thing we've come to expect now. Um, Maybe there, there was uh, there was definitely. I'm pretty. Sh- was Happy I mean, Birthday I'm, to Me after this? It might have been. It might have been a year after. I guess The Omen probably would have been before this. Oh yeah, Omen was 76. Yeah, so Omen uh, was definitely... Other than that though, like, uh, you know, I, I wonder if this is one of the pioneers of creepy children. Oh, f- so Someone's going to point out a movie from like the 30s or 40s that probably did it, but yeah. As, as far yeah. as this era goes, mm-hmm. I, I think it's definitely near the start. That's it. It did mm-hmm. take a lot of inspiration in other ways from other movies there was one like bit of the music that i thought oh they saw halloween and they thought we'll take that bit of music and we'll just mm-hmm. use it with slight it's the, the bit in halloween that's sort of the, the, bit, the bit of the soundtrack that goes din 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 yeah din din that's basically in this movie it's just slightly altered but it's there yeah the the music was it, it didn't even feel like they were trying <laughs> to hide it uh, is very Halloweeny. Uh, I could be wrong, but I, I thought there were times when I heard a little bit of Friday the Thirteenth. I agree, although it came out in the same year, so I don't know if that was. I mean, oh, okay. it, if it was later in the year, maybe they did like intentionally copy. It. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it certainly it was the same year, so I don't know if it was maybe too early for them to actually be copying that. But even Friday the Thirteenth though was kind of inspired by even some of the cues in Psycho and stuff like that. So. Oh, okay. You can kind of see where it maybe fed into the same thing if it wasn't directly copied yeah. from that. But yeah, so so we have basically one of the problems with the movie, I think, is that it it feels a little bit repetitious in the first half, where it feels like we in, we're introduced to one of the parents because the, the school school the sheriff finds the school bus after the opening mm-hmm. credits and it's empty. The motor's still running, and he's like, "Oh, I've not found the kids." So he starts going around different parents and saying, "Is your kid home?" And he's mm-hmm. just inquiring around town to see if they're there and. Basically, we're introduced to a parent, and then a scene later, we see the parent get killed. That happens a few yeah. times uh, in the first half of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a little bit weird because the uh, so the deputy's dating this uh, younger girl who presumably, <laughs> presumably is at least a teenage, late teens, if not maybe slightly mm-hmm. older. But her little kids, are, her little brother is uh, one of the kids that are missing, and there's a lot of like he's ignoring his job just to hang out with her. <laughs> And she's really weird and immature because when they realise that there's something happening and they, they have to like, put a roadblock up, the deputy goes out to like do the roadblock and he's there to like inspect the cars that are coming in and out. And she's there with him and the sheriff, because it's a small town, so he's got a couple of like 
locals that are not cops, but they, they go to help with their guns. They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll go, and we'll talk a bit more more of them in a in a minute. But she's like there. She rode out on her bike to go meet him, and she's like, "Oh, kiss me," and he's like, "No, I'm working. I'm, I'm a deputy. I'm on I'm duty." And she's like, "God!" And he's uh, keep in mind this is after he's already been using time that he's supposed to have been working to be with her in private. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now he's like, no, there's actual thing that going on. I'm, I'm doing my duty. And she's like, no, kiss me. And then she gets annoyed and decides to leave. Like, well, you're not going to kiss me. I'm just going to go. Screw you then. It's like, he's yeah. working. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, the reason why I bring this up is because I think that she's written really sexist in, in mm-hmm. the sense that whoever wrote her, just wrote her as this, all she wants is kissing and sex. And that's her, her entire mm-hmm. character. Uh, but on mm-hmm. top of that, the two guys that are with him, and the cast two guys are very similar they're both sort of balding they're both goatees uh, mm-hmm. and they're kind of comic relief characters but they're constantly making sex jokes about her about her ass about whatever <laughs> when she rides off they're like oh deputy are you hitting that yet and they're making a and <laughs> admittedly them you can kind of forgive slightly because they're, they're at least meant to be sleazy old men so it at least works but she's like actually written just to that's all she thinks about mm-hmm. but anyway so she she actually dies like a scene or two later and yeah. her little brother shows up because the idea that they present in the movie is that the kids keep going to their own homes to kill their parents. That the, mm-hmm. maybe they're on autopilot and like I'm going to walk home. Yeah. And so up until now, we've seen the, the kids always hug the person. They, they act as if, oh, mommy, daddy, mm-hmm. and then and they do talk, they do say stuff. Mm-hmm. And the brother's coming up to her, and of course, the big sister's not really wanting to hug, and she's like, "What are you doing? Get away from me, you little shit." <laughs> This is where we find out that it's not just touching that actually does the melting because she slaps him a couple of times across the face <laughs> and she doesn't get like melted or anything. She gets melted in a minute anyway, uh, off camera, but it does you know she just slaps him and I'm like, all right, so it's not just touch is instantly yeah. deadly. There's actual like their hands have to actually go like the black nails and then they have to initiate it themselves. I wonder if it's something about just like the act of hugging, <laughs> if it just like releases something i know because uh the the other main guy who's with the sheriff a lot of the the movie Mm -hmm. uh john he uh Mm -hmm. gets his hand burned because his daughter just grabs his hand oh that's true yeah so i think i think the Mm -hmm. hands are the key part has to be the hands which makes no sense but sure (laughs) no uh yeah i think one of the the kind of flaws with with this too is I really like that first scene, you know, where the the kid first hugs their mother and she melts. But then that's kind of like that you don't really go much from there. Like all the kills are pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty similar. And some of them will just start being off camera. And most of the movie is just like meeting all these weird parents and like some of them like this, some of them like that. Uh, like one of the girls' parents, like they're kind of well off and. She's like topless sunbathing, and she's like this awful parent who doesn't even care yeah. for daughter's home. It's like, ah, oh, the little shit's just running away somewhere. Yeah. Uh, to she, be fair, I think these kids are better off in a in a giant yellow radioactive cloud than <laughs> with some of their parents. Yeah, and John, who's the main character who assists the sheriff throughout most of the movie, his wife's pregnant as well. Oh, yeah. uh, so po- no points if you guess where the ending's going, but. <laughs> So, so once they realize what's going on and they find like a body or two, the deputy is the one who finds like two of them in the road, and that's he gets killed there. Once it becomes clear, right, there's people dying, and the sheriff and John start like going around and finding more dead people. 
It basically just becomes them going back to John's house and making sure his wife and his son, who didn't go to school that day because he was sick, uh, who, who gets killed anyway, by the way. His friend <laughs> comes in the window and like, he thinks he's played hide and seek with them, and then his friend kills him. So, but they, they basically just go back to his house and they try and haul up. They go and try and find the kids. He gets burned, and they realise the kids are the ones responsible. And then, like his wife, like throws a fit when she realises they're shooting at the kids and attacks the sheriff. And <laughs> it just it all. And it, then she goes upstairs and she sees her dead son now, who's been melted by the other kid. Mm-hmm. And the sheriff like gets up and conveniently, the family have got a katana on the wall. So he grabs a katana. Yes. Uh, just, and this is when the movie starts picking up again. Yeah, because it's really boring before this, I think. And then it picks up when he starts cutting off limbs. <laughs> he starts cutting off limbs. John shoots the kid in the chest, and then he comes in and cuts off his arms, his hands. Yeah. And it's pretty funny. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's good. But unfortunately, though, right after this, it gets boring again, because they're, yeah. like, right, we need, cause they're like, we need to go hunting. So there's a couple of kids coming towards the house, and they deal with them, but... Then they have to go hunting for the kids, and they end up just there's a good five ten minutes of them just wandering about in the dark, and they eventually get to a barn where they find the kids, mm-hmm. and that whole thing just there's no excitement. It just kind of drones on. It really, yeah, lingers. But yeah, and then one of the kids tries to trick the trick the dad, and then the sheriff mm-hmm. ends up chopping their hands off. But when the sheriff goes back to his car, there's a kid behind him in the back seat who's still got one hand left and melts him, so the sheriff dies. Uh, yeah. John comes out and takes care of business mm-hmm. with a kid and then he goes home and then we get this really weird montage because uh, his wife's water breaks so we mm-hmm. hear audio of him delivering the baby as we see a montage of all the dead people in the town which is like half the town at this point like all these kids uh, tons of <laughs> adults tons of the parents and it's like oh honey keep pushing keep it like both your kids are dead you had to yourself <laughs> kill your daughter and your son was melted by another zombie kid <laughs> right but that, so he's delivering the baby and at the end of the montage it goes back to them and the baby's delivered and they look all happy you know your, your two other kids just died whatever which this is the funny <laughs> thing about the movie is I feel like she's the only character who seems to actually care that they're attacking kids yeah like you think there'd be more shock and more like more of a grace period of acceptance where they have to actually realise oh shit the kids are dangerous yeah like I always get upset in like zombie movies when a character is like you know reluctant to kill their best friend or something you know they're like oh i can't do it you know they're you know uh, even though they're like a crazed monster coming out but this is like the one movie where it kind of makes sense it's the like, polar opposite yeah <laughs> they don't care at no point does the sheriff and john like go oh wait, maybe we shouldn't have kids because yeah. <laughs> and even even in the typical zombie movie they'd look like zombies so you'd it'd be easier to accept it whereas here they still mostly just look at the kids yeah and no, they get the shotguns we're more than even these if they, bullshit stand yeah. even if they have black fingernails you could just be like oh maybe they're going goth or something <laughs> you don't you don't instantly assume oh radioactive zombie was the goth movement a thing in 1980 Tim? I can't remember if it goes that far back I don't know if at the start of the 80s like it definitely started at some point in the 80s but it might have been more like mid 80s or so yeah yeah I don't know so someone with a good history of the uh, the goth movement can can fill us. Who in. knows? Might have even been inspired partially by this movie. We we don't know. Aye, they saw it and it made them sad, so they went all dark and gothic. Yeah. Uh, but no. That, that, so so at the end of the movie, he's delivered the baby, 
and the wife's all happy again forgetting the fact that their kids are dead and all the other kids <laughs> every kid in the town is dead all the kids who yeah. went to this school maybe not, not okay the high school kids if there is any we don't, won't see any of the entire movie but mm. all the grade school kids or the junior high I don't know junior high but it looks at the age yeah kind of borderline it's kind of maybe fifth sixth grade yeah around there some of them are a bit older but yeah they're, they're both a bit but anyway all the kids in the town are dead but hey we've got a new baby woohoo and then John looks down and the, kid, the little kid who's sucking sucking on her boob right now he's, he's being breastfed yeah. has got black fingernails which makes no goddamn sense no. like I knew it was about to do it I knew it was going to do this twist because it just seemed yeah. like the stupid thing to do but why is the kid infected she she the mum was never anywhere near the, the cloud yeah or like you even could you could have done something where like if they showed the radioactive waste dripping into the water or something, maybe you could have had a a, a point. But yeah, there wasn't really any indication that this was something that was spreading, really. Yeah, and it just it, it treats that like a big you know sort of jumpy cliffhanger, dun dun yeah. dun, cut to credits, <laughs> and that's that's the end of the movie. This is a thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, now. On you go, on you go. Oh, oh, well, I was just going to say, there was some, like, proper zombie stuff in it that I liked. I really liked the scene when they're in the house and, like, the hands just, like, you know, uh, like, burst through the, like, door. Um, I think that might be, like, the, you know, the first instance where they where he chops the hands off. Yeah. Um, and there was a, there's a few, like, parts like that that I really liked. But I think... It, I, I think those moment. I think the actual money moments like that are actually generally okay. I mean, they're not amazing, yeah. but they're good for a movie of this budget. I think mm-hmm. the the problem is that the characters are pretty dull and boring and uninteresting, and therefore all the rest of the movie, where it's just them kind of wandering around and trying to figure out what's going on, is mostly dull and un- uninteresting. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely like, not the worst thing ever, but it's... Yeah, I mean, in two or three months, the only thing you're going to remember about this movie are the kids hugging people and melting them. You're not going to remember any of the adult characters' names. No. You're not going to remember any like witty one-liners uh, or crazy, <laughs> over-the-top, goofy scenes. No, I, I, I mean, I might remember a couple of the sheriff's like facial reactions to things <laughs> as he's shocked because yeah. he was really overdoing it, but... That's kind of it. It's, it's pretty forgettable otherwise, which is a shame, but... I I feel like this is um this could be like a decent background movie to have like if if you're having a party where you're kind of just hanging out with friends and you want something on in the background that occasionally people can look over and be like oh did they just shoot a kid a bunch of times all right yeah, you know back it, to the <laughs> especially since the dull parts are so long that you could can conceivably miss like 20 minutes and still have a good idea yeah. of what's going on like you wouldn't be exactly. that confused so yeah that that kind of works a couple of things I want to point out that uh, probably budget things. Well, one of them is definitely a budget thing. The other thing is really weird. But so the first weird thing is there's no police station in this movie. We're following <laughs> the sheriff and the deputy a lot of the movie, especially the sheriff. But, but even when he's radioing someone, it doesn't radio back to the station. It radios back to the store owner who's got a radio, <laughs> and she talks to the sheriff. That, yeah. and like, well, is 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 there not a station to talk to? Is there not like? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a small town, but there'll still be a small police station. Yeah, at least, you know, an office with a couple of desks or something. Yeah. 
the, the, is this store owner doubling as the the police station like <laughs> receptionist? Is does she like both? Like what? What's going on? Uh, so that was weird. And the other thing is that when the kids start getting their their hands chopped off, they uh, they basically do this. Where they've got a long sleeve and they have their. Oh yeah. You can clearly see their hand is still inside the sleeve because it's far too long compared to the other one that's still got a hand. And it's just yeah. it's really really obvious what they do. It's really simple. Uh, but they didn't really try to hide it that much, so mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm calling it like I see it, Timmy. I'm calling it like I see it. That's that's fair. Uh, I did pretty much it though. This guy's yeah. kind of goofy. There was some stupid, silly attempts at humor, but it didn't really pan out. You know what I feel like this movie missed is they needed to have that like scientist character that like mm. explains everything at some point, like. Like, oh my god, these kids, uh, you know, they must have been exposed to radium-47 and, like, I have a cure, and then he gets, like, melted before he can yeah, finish I, his thought or something. I was really expecting him to go back to the plant but before the end of the movie. Like, I expected oh, yeah. the, the finale to happen, because we get those two plant guys, the two workers who are sort of yeah. ne- neglectful of their job, which is what causes the whole thing in the first place, and we don't even see them again. They don't care. They're off having beer. They're fine. They don't yeah. even care what's happening in this town. Yeah. That, that's a very good point. In the beginning of this movie, we're set up that all this is caused by these two people's incompetence for which they get no comeuppance not, whatsoever. Not one. And you almost did it, yeah, you almost expect like a lab character who works there to see what's going on and like get in contact with the sheriff or something yeah. and the whole I, thing's just not there. I don't think there's even any point where the sheriff realizes like, oh, this must have come from the plant here or something, you know, so where they could have like... That's a very good point. I don't even think... Not only does he not even think that, I don't think at any point does the sheriff or any of the characters actually question how did this happen. Yeah. <laughs> they just take it for granted. Oh, the kids are killing us now. We need to shoot them. <laughs> it never gets more complicated than that. It's kind of weird. Oh. Uh, I would live in a small town. <laughs> Let's talk about a weird scene. Okay. Because there's, there's one scene that stands out to me, especially because it doesn't really go anywhere. I don't think you see him again. It's at the roadblock, and this posh car comes up, and there's this really cheesy guy, this really cheesy kind of try-to-be-hip guy, and he's in the back, and he's like, no one's allowed in in town, sir, the the deputy tells him. He's like, oh, you must not know who I am, and he's he's got this really cheesy smile, and he's like, like, "Uh, call someone in town, I don't know, I can't remember her name, Uh, call what's-her-face. He's like, I don't know her number, And and he calls her, and he makes the deputy talk to her and then the deputy says, well, I guess you can go in and he lets her in and I'm like, where did that go? Do we see him again? Do we see him get melted? I don't, I don't think you see him not, again. Not that I recall. Um, Which begs yeah, the question, that's... what was the point of that scene? I wonder if it's supposed to lead to something else that they had to cut or Maybe. if it was just like, who, maybe that's like the producer's brother who is like, you gotta put me in the movie, come on man, you know, like. It's just such a weird scene because he's so eccentric and he's like really cheesy yeah. and you kind of, he's, he's, he's the sort of character where after like a minute of seeing him you're like, oh I'm looking forward to your death scene I'm going to enjoy yeah. watching you die It and seems it like set up for yeah, this big glorious you know, kind of like crowd cheering, like yeah finally he got his, but yeah, no, nothing ever comes of it it was it's funny it was after the movie finished I was just sort of sitting thinking I'm like oh yeah what happened to that guy he never popped back up again I was really yeah I, I don't even think I thought of it until you brought it up <laughs> yeah so stupid Tim dropping things yeah I was fiddling with a coaster 
The <gasps> lack of professionalism on this show is mind-boggling at times to me. Mind-boggling. All right, I can't just... let my hand stand still for too long. I gotta give someone a hug. <laughs> to sum up then, uh, it's got some moments. Mm. If you like your cheesy bad movies, it's an okay watch for background noise, but I wouldn't recommend it as like main entertainment because it is too dull. It has too long stretches of too many long stretches of just kind of boredom. Mm. Uh, but it does if have some can, funny moments. Yeah, if you can find like a super cut of all of those moments, or you know, just watch it and kind of skip around till you see something cool, I I definitely recommend doing that. But you know, if you're expecting, you know, I I only have one night off where I can really sit down and enjoy a movie. This probably isn't the best bet for that. But it is on YouTube for free, so I mean, <laughs> so if yeah. that's a factor, then yeah, sure, you've got it there to watch. <laughs> but I wouldn't recommend it as an actual movie background noise I mean Tim said at a party yeah something like that if you've got friends over put it on the background so something you can make fun of occasionally but then ignore for long stretches of time that's probably the best I can recommend it if you're thinking of having children I guess it's okay to kind of show you what it's like but I don't know If the missus is wanting a kid and you don't want a kid, show her this movie and she'll she'll go off the idea. She'll go off the idea and that's you know that's it's it's like cinematic birth control, is what yeah. it is. She'll just go back to wanting uh, kisses all the time, like as we know, that's all women want. According to this movie, <laughs> especially well, when you're at work, <laughs> Molly. That was her name, Molly. Molly. I think that was her anyway. There's no picture. See, yeah. This is the problem with these really small, like low budget movies that are old and no one cares about. Is that they don't have any pictures on IMDb. I can't recognize who any of the characters are. Yeah. So I'm assuming Molly was the girl, but I, yeah. I, I, I just have to track her down and find out. Could also be Susie. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure we'll never watch it again. So yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll uh, never know. I guess that leaves us to ratings. Mm. That's a, that's a tough one to rate, actually. Cause, um... I'm, I'm thinking around, for me, the... And this might be too generous, but I was kind of flirting with like a 4.5, 5-ish area. Yeah, I don't think that's too generous. Yeah, the... I, think, I think that's kind of on the money, to be honest. I, I think I'd be tempted to go with a five, five out of ten, because yeah. it does have its moments, and it's not. I don't regret watching it, but it's at the same time it's pretty forgettable, and it has long stretches of boredom. Yeah, and honestly, like without that, it really could have been, you know, not a classic. But if you just spiced it up a little bit, made it a little more interesting, gave the characters a little more depth. You know, it could have easily been like a six-ish range movie, or you know, like a pretty okay, decent movie that you'd feel better about recommending but it it, it's just that kind of slowness and meandering that really weighs it down no i i agree it's uh so yeah i'm going to five you you said yeah i'll I'll, yeah concur five which is still one of the highest numbers we've given out this year tim yeah uh, if it's any consolation i enjoyed this much more than uh, a lot of other movies we've seen so far this year uh, don't knock twice arbor <laughs> demon 
Oh, bye bye, man. Rings. Oh, ah. it's been a oh, it's been a hectic few months, Tim. It's been really what we, Yeah, I don't. I don't know if uh, I don't know if people really appreciate what some of the stuff we put ourselves through. Uh, well, that's been Screams After Midnight, folks. Let us know what you think of the children, if you've seen it in the comments below. I don't imagine there's many of you. That's okay. Uh, let us know what you thought of the movie anyway. Uh, like and subscribe and all that stuff. Helps us out a lot. Get us on Twitter at mild underscore fuzz for channel updates. You can get individual Twitters for me and Timmy if you want to get our everyday ramblings. I'm at Wibble89. Tim's at Tim Vergulish. And uh, that's us. So, thanks for watching, guys. Remember that me and Tim do an episode of Screams... Yeah, Screams After Midnight. Of course we do Screams After Midnight every week. We do an episode of Tales from the Crypt every week, kind of similar to this where we just watch an episode of Tales and we, we talk about it. Uh, we're nearly at the end of season two now. We've been doing that for a few months. Uh, it's good fun, so check that out if you want to. Uh, plus there's other movie reviews and TV reviews and stuff on the channel. So thanks for watching, guys. We will see you next time.